Dear listeners, the muscles that make up your body are composed of individual muscle fibers. Think of the biceps muscle of your arm as a handful of spaghetti strands. Each strand of spaghetti represents a long muscle fiber that runs from the front of your shoulder to the inner crease of your elbow. However, not all spaghetti strands are necessarily the same, nor are all of the muscle fibers that make up your biceps muscle or other muscles of your body. Skeletal muscle fibers differ from each other based on their biochemical and physiological properties. Based on such properties, skeletal muscles have historically been categorized as two general types, type 1 slow-twitch fibers and type 2 fast-twitch fibers. Type 2 muscle fibers are called fast-twitch because they shorten at high velocities and create large power and force outputs. Type 1 fibers, on the other hand, are called slow-twitch because they shorten at slow velocities and create low forces and low power outputs. However, there is a trade-off. Type 2 fibers, though strong and powerful, fatigue more quickly than do type 1 fibers, which are known for their ability to create low levels of force for long periods. Marathon runners, for example, are known to have high proportions of type 1 muscle fibers, whereas 100-meter sprinters and other power athletes are known to have high proportions of type 2 muscle fibers. The way that muscle fiber type is determined is by having a biopsy or small chunk of tissue taken from one's muscle and then treated chemically. For many years, researchers have speculated that proportions of type 1 and type 2 muscle fibers might be different in the average man versus the average woman. Remarkably, though biopsies of skeletal muscles have been acquired from men and women in research studies since the 1970s, the available data have never been aggregated to determine if the average man and woman differ in their muscle fiber types. Such information could help to inform discussions about sex differences in sports performance and susceptibility to disease. This is why, earlier this year, I performed a meta-analysis of the existing data on muscle fiber types in men and women. I discovered that between 1976 and 2022, a total of 110 studies reported muscle fiber type data from both male and female participants. The number of studies included in the analysis was three to four times greater than two previous narrative reviews on the topic, one of which was my own. Data from 2,875 men and 2,452 women were included in the analysis. Most of the data were collected in the United States, Canada, and Scandinavian countries. Most of the participants in the included studies were healthy non-athletes who were between the ages of 18 and 59. The vastus lateralis muscle, which makes up the outer part of the thigh, was the muscle most frequently biopsied. The results revealed many sex differences. Compared to women, men had a greater percentage of type 2 or slow-twitch muscle fibers. Women, on the other hand, had a greater percentage of type 1 or slow-twitch fibers. One of the measures of type 1 fibers showed that, on average, 53.2% of female muscle is comprised of type 1 fibers compared to 50.6% of male muscle. 
a second measure of type 1 fibers showed an even larger sex difference. When considering the area or space of muscle occupied by different fiber types, sex differences were even more evident. That is, a greater area of male than female muscle was composed of type 2 fibers, and a greater area of female than male muscle was composed of type 1 fibers. For one of the measures of type 1 fibers, the percentage area of a woman's muscle composed of type 1 fibers was 54.8% compared to 49.3% for men. Consequently, the ratio of type 1 to type 2 muscle fiber area was greater in women than men, and the ratio of type 2 to type 1 muscle fiber area was greater in men than women. Finally, the meta-analysis also revealed large sex differences in the raw cross-sectional areas or sizes of the muscle fibers. These large differences were observed for all muscle fiber types that were assessed. So, what do the results mean? What are their implications? The results could have implications for understanding sex differences in physical abilities, including in sports and in physically demanding occupations. Compared to women, men have a greater proportion of type 2 muscle fibers, and men have larger cross-sectional areas for all muscle fiber types. This helps to explain how men are stronger and more powerful than women and how the average man is typically more successful at completing certain physical tasks in sports and at work. The results might also have implications for understanding sex differences in aging and development. For example, aging is known to disproportionately impact type 2 fibers. Men have greater proportions of type 2 fibers. Thus, men and women might be differentially impacted by the aging process. In fact, a preliminary analysis in the study found that the sex differences in proportions of type 1 and type 2 muscle fiber types were greatest in young and middle-aged adults, but then mostly disappeared in adults over the age of 60. Also, certain diseases differentially impact certain muscle fiber types. For example, Duchenne muscular dystrophy predominantly impacts type 2 fibers and is a condition found primarily in boys. Other conditions such as spinal cord injury, diabetes, heart disease, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease cause type 1 muscle fibers to transition to be more like type 2 muscle fibers. How sex differences in muscle fiber types might associate with disease susceptibility and severity is something to be teased out in future research. In closing, the recent meta-analysis on sex differences in muscle fiber types represents the largest repository of comparative muscle fiber data from living men and women that has ever been assembled. The data show that, compared to women, men between the ages of 18 and 59 have greater cross-sectional areas of individual muscle fibers than do women, and men also have a greater percentage of type 2 fast-twitch muscle fibers than do women. The implications of these findings for sex differences in aging and disease susceptibility remain to be understood. The implications for sports performance, however, are perhaps clearer. 
larger whole muscle size, larger muscle fiber size, and greater proportions of type 2 muscle fibers are just a couple of the many ways in which biological males, including transgender women, are naturally advantaged over biological females in the female category of sport. How muscle fiber types are or are not impacted by medical treatments administered to transgender individuals is a research topic to pay attention to in the coming months and years. If you enjoyed this content, please consider supporting the newsletter with a one-time or recurring donation. It helps me to work on independent research projects such as this meta-analysis. To donate to the newsletter, click the donor box logo below. In two simple steps, you can donate to the newsletter using Apple Pay, PayPal, or another service. Your support is greatly appreciated. A full-text copy of the paper is available at the provided link.